I want to thank you all for coming out today. This is our first ever Gajkia Family Summit, or State of the Family Address, I guess. Um, I really want to thank you all for being here. This has been kind of a, a wicked wild ride over the past almost 11 years now. Um, one of the things I wanted to share with you is kind of the, the story behind the Gajkia, where it came from. Um, when I was a little kid, my grandmother used to tell me the stories of the Tuatha Dead Down and the Gashkia, which was a group of warriors that were handpicked by the Tuatha to fight alongside them when they fought the Fear Bolt. Now, one of the really neat things that I loved about the Gashkia was the fact that they were so overpowered and so over-equipped that when they saw the Fear Bolt and their puny little sticks, um, they decide, you know what, this isn't a fair fight. So they went over to the Fear Bolt. They gave them weapons. They taught them how to use it. They spent six months training the Fear Bolt so that they can actually put up a fight. And then at the end of that six months, they said, you know what, why don't we just split Ireland and share, share the land as brothers? And the Fear Bolt, being they were African sea rovers at the time, and they basically marooned their ship on the, the continent of Ireland, they didn't expect these people to to treat them as equals they had been slaves they had to kill their their captors to be able to get their freedom they burned their ships so that they could never return from where they came uh, and they were certain that these Tuatha would enslave them again so they said no way we're not gonna we're not gonna bow down and so the the first battle went on and the Tuatha won and then after that battle they met again in the center and said hey look you can still have half of this nation you know we don't there doesn't need to be any more bloodshed and the uh, Fearwolf again declined and they fought again and um, each side basically chose 300 to fight in this battle and whoever won basically won, won the nation of Ireland well after the Tuatha slaughtered them again and won this battle they said, well, you know, you fought valiantly, and we're going to give you a fifth of Ireland of your choice. Anywhere you want is yours. Just say where you want to be. So they ended up giving the, the Fair Bowl a fifth of the, the nation, even though they lost, and pretty much lost it, their right to even be there. Um, and then later on, the, the Tuatha also rallied to protect the Fair Bowl when the Fomorians came in. So just kind of this story of, you know, being bigger and better and stronger than the other guy, but seeing how they can help improve that guy and really not being, you know, hey, look at me, I'm the big shiny one, you know, let's go out there and help these other people, you know, and, and try to save them from themselves, essentially. And it's it's really kind of caught on to me as a child. And when Dark Age of Camelot came out, I figured, you know, I know enough about the Celtic lore that, you know, this would be a really fun thing for us to do is to actually tell the story through a game. Um, it was my very first MMO, and I pretty much had one other guy that was going to form it up with me by the name of Bondon. And we pretty much paired up and then started recruiting people to, to help us form up this guild. And in DOC, you need, I believe, eight people. And two of our elders... Um, Kaylee Owen, uh, Jeff, who played Briel, um, basically said that they would help out. So, uh, you know, we formed up the guild. Everything was good. Um, we took on a, a hard role-play attitude um, at the time. I, I was convinced that role-playing sounds like fun. We should do it in a big way. You know, let's make stories about all our characters, you know, have coming-of-age ceremonies. You know, everything we did was role-play, and then we started... Uh, you know, the community loved us at first, but then we started doing open RVR in, in the battlefield and we let anyone participate and the roleplay community on the server that we were in didn't like the fact that we were open to everybody. They wanted us to only cater to role players, and eventually I was outcast by them and people weren't allowed to talk to me anymore. It was pretty funny. Um, but the other problem that we had with DOC... And we, I mean, we ran for a good five to six years, but the biggest problem that we had was we started growing, and the more that we grew, our old policy was basically we were totally flat. Like, every rank was the same. Everyone voted on everything. We were a pure democracy. And the more that we grew and the more factions grew within our own family, the more it started tearing at us. And towards the end of our time there, um, 
there were several factions within our family that, you know, if they didn't get their way, they were like, oh, well, we're leaving, you know, and it, it literally started to self-destruct right towards the end there. All right. One of the, the final moments was actually my eldership self-destructing. And at that point, I pretty much was going through the, the roughest part of my life. Um, I had just, you know, my daughter was growing up. You know, I got laid off. And then, you know, my marriage wasn't going so well at the time. Um, and it was only a year after that that I actually went through a divorce. And um, it just really kind of threw us into a dark place. And funny enough, um, I, I met my current wife while I was divorced, like going through the divorce itself. Uh, we were both going through divorce at the same time and, you know, things started coming together. And then I met, you know, Don was pretty much one of my only friends that was pre-existing from my previous marriage. And, um, you know, him and I and Juliana decided to play Guild Wars together. And then out pops Kaleo and Jeff who say, hey, let's go play Warhammer Online together. You know, why not? So we pretty much resurrected the guild with just the five of us. Um, and from there, we started growing and we, we took a much more casual approach, much more laid back, you know, a, a very friendly approach. And we just started growing. And the more that we grew, the more that we saw, you know what, let's be a, a, a family for the pugs. You know, these pugs get spit on all day long. I mean, these guys get teased. They get, you know, people just sit there and complain about them. And they're like the, the evil of the game. And I saw some great potential there. I saw that these pugs could be a, a huge weapon if you unite them. So we essentially be, became a, a family of pug. Um, we started doing our Trinity Nights where we split up into three groups and started working against whatever we were fighting. Um, on our original server, Phoenix Throne, we were much smaller than either, uh, than pretty much the destruction at any time of the day. Um, so we were, we were really outnumbered a lot of times. Um, and we really built a really good community over there. The Tuatha grew to, what, 65 guilds? Um, a lot of our members now today came from guilds that were two off the guilds. Um, you know, Stoat and Tanabre are here tonight. They're um, some of the very first uh, two off the members. Uh, Clan Orton's here. He was part of Order Victorious with Recede, and you know both of them. But that was kind of our, our real birth into leading activities for a, a community, not just a guild. Um, it, it really took off well. We, we had a really good, um, not only impression on the community, but also the media. The media started writing us saying, hey, let's do a story on this. Hey, can we publish an article about this? You know, My video for Battle for Badlands actually got picked up by G4 TV and aired during their top fan-made trailers um, film festival that they threw. That was pretty cool. So things in, in Warhammer were going great. We ended up having Phoenix Throne be the last roleplay server, and they decided that they were going to close it down. So we ended up moving to Badlands, where we started the Battle for Badlands. Um, that's also where we ran across Old Aurora and Prissy's Guild, uh, the Council of Shenanigans, which pretty much ran hand-in-hand hand with us until we had a little bit of a falling out between their guild leader and our guild leader. Um, well, me. When that happened... Um, Chrissy and Oldor got kicked out of Council of Shenanigans, and I wasn't going to have them sit there untaken, so I said, hey, you guys need a home? You know, if you want to just sit here until you find a better place, feel free. And uh, they pretty much have never left, and Chrissy's been pretty much my right-hand lady ever since. Um, I'm very happy that she, she came aboard. Um, Eventually, she would become one of our Dreos, and I can tell you right now, there is no Dreo out there that works as hard as Prissy does. Um, she, by far, goes above and beyond every step of the way. Prissy, would you like to say hi, if you're here? Hi, and you're going to make me cry. Please stop. Aww. So, uh, Clan, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, I don't know if Bree's here, but you guys can... How are we doing, all? I'm Clan. Do we have a Bree here? I don't think she's here. I know Jeff and Spence are AFK, so they're not here. But that pretty much comprised our eldership team towards the, the end of um, Warhammer. When uh, they started taking out all the things we loved about the game, we decided it was time to start looking somewhere else. 
there was two games on our radar, Guild Wars 2 and Rift. Uh, I met the, the people that try on um, when I went to Pat's Prime, and they invited me to come in-house. I actually got featured in a trailer there um, that they were launching the game with, and we have been very close with Tryon ever since. Um, even future projects, you know, I'm still in the loop on things that, you know, the public doesn't even know yet they're sharing with me. Uh, so it, it's a really nice relationship, and it, it's really neat that we've grown to such a size and such a such a good background that we we can have gaming companies contact us and say hey can you guys come take a look at this what do you think of this you know would you be willing to participate on a panel um both tryon and guild wars approached us to help them make their games better and that that was quite an honor and none of that would have been there without you know the support team that we have and the undying devotion of our, our membership i mean it's it's quite amazing to see so many real good people you know good-hearted you know good standing people come and, and you know call themselves gosh you gotta call themselves too often you know really make this community what it is and, and see the vision and, and carry it i mean i today i'm still speechless at how many people we've managed to find that are all like-minded it's just really neat so that pretty much leads us up into rift where we did the tolara saga that was a lot of fun for those that managed to join us the season one finale actually crashed the entire battle group um, we had over 600 people try to siege into Meridian, um, and it actually turned off the servers. It was pretty neat. Uh, <laughs> needless to say, we had a lot of media exposure from, from Rift um, as Guild Wars 2 approached, and we started becoming more involved. You know, we, we unfortunately lost Old Roar, who was the, the major push towards Guild Wars 2. He loved that game, too, more than anyone I ever knew. And... Uh, you know, when he passed away, we decided that we were going to make a hard push to, to get a server named after him. And that's, you know, that was about six months before Guild Wars 2 would ever see beta. And uh, we started with a, a cookie zerg where we sent a ton of sweets over to ArenaNet, letting them know who we are and who Old War was and sharing our stories of Old War. And uh, we followed up with that with a, a letter zerg later on where we all sent letters to them um, asking them to name a server in honor of him. Um, little did we know that they would actually throw an NPC in-game as well. Uh, that was a total surprise. But uh, the Sanctum of Raw server was from everyone here, you know, not just myself or, or Prissy or anyone else. It was all of our work together that managed to bring the server a, a, a name and have a, a whole legend behind it. So do I have any of the, the Rift to author here? I guess first I should probably um, give you guys an, an overview of what the Tawatha is. The Tawatha is basically an extended alliance. We built it in Warhammer Online to extend the alliance past the 10 uh, guild limit. Um, our guild ate up four of those slots, so it was kind of hard to, to get everyone involved, especially when you had about uh, 60, 70 other guilds that wanted to be a part of it. Um, it was pretty much a unified core group of people that wanted the same thing. They loved RVR. We went out there on RVR together all the time. Um, it was really a, a great concept because it doesn't, we don't enforce um, our beliefs on any other guild. You know, the, the guilds of the Tuatha are free to run as they want as long as they don't attack inside the family. Um, if a person is caught, you know, attacking another Tuatha member, you know, verbally or even physically, you know, whatever, um, we try to correct their actions, and if it's unrepairable, then we excuse them. You know, if it means that we have to excuse an entire guild, then we excuse an entire guild. But it's it's always been kind of our sanctuary, and it's been the one thing that has let our community flourish. Um, the Tuatha is now 80, 93 guilds in the Tuatha. So it's it's quite a little endeavor. You know, it's a lot of good people coming forward, a lot of people wanting to be a part of it. it it's something that we give everyone a chance until they prove us otherwise. Um, so let's go ahead and introduce some of our, our Tuatha members that are here. So I see HOL is here. Is your guild leader here? Or any officer, for that matter? You might still have the channel on. Yeah, it's uh, Raid Calls lagging. So this is awesome. Wait, what was the last question? If HOL had any... Uh 
uh, leaders, uh, any of their leadership in. Okay, that should have fixed it. Try it now. Yeah, Booker is here. You want to give us a little scoop on your guild and where you come from, what you've been doing? I guess not. <laughs> sure. Um, Hold on, I'm trying to call him right now. I don't know, you should be in here. Well, you know what, Puka, you give your dissertation. Who are you guys? What do you do? What do you enjoy? He says, yeah, we can't hear him. Did you break a mic or push mute? All right, anyone else want to try to give it a shot? He says he thinks he's muted. He, he says nothing on his end. It's something with Raid Call, apparently. So he'll be back in a minute. You can keep going, Fog. Okay, Um, I know North GM's here. I saw him. Hey, hey, you What's up? Yep. There's Puka. He can he can go first by all means. Tomio, you wanna say what's up with you guys? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm Tomio. My name's Thomas. I'm the creator of North Guild. We're a um, predominantly Reddit-based guild. Normally, I would uh, run Screaming at something like that, but I I came from Reddit about started there around four years ago, when it was. A lot of really intelligent people having a lot of great conversations, and I, uh, you know, I try to hold on to that in a way, in any way I can, and I, I try to bring that kind of mentality that things used to be back then to our guild as well. We don't, we're not heavy on rules or anything like that. A lot like uh, Gashkia, we're um, a mature guild. We have a minimum age limit of 21, and uh, casual as well. That's another thing. So we don't have, you know, any. Nobody has to be anywhere or do anything. Nobody, you know, is responsible for, for anything they don't want to do outside of their, their fun in the game. So I think with that, we've managed to uh, get a lot of really good people. I looked on the site, I think the first couple months we were in, and we had already had about 3,000 hits, I think, on our website. And at that point, we had only had about 100 members. So I think, uh, you know, that kind of mentality has really shaped who we've who we've gotten in. It's haven't actually had to do a lot of uh, editing, you'd say, as of our membership. We've just really lucky. We've had great people, a lot of great people, and uh, we're about three hundred members now. And this is our first guild together. A lot of us have played together. Well, a lot of the core of us, I guess, maybe about five of us, uh, came from other games as well. We played all those ones you mentioned before, as well as. World of Warcraft and you know Eve, all the all the big, big ones like that. Uh, we play WVW on Sundays, also on possibly Thursdays coming up. We also do an alt night, which is on Tuesdays, and uh, that's basically a way for people to play with their alts or just come out and hang out. And it's it's turned out to be more of just a social gathering kind of thing, and anybody's welcome for that. As soon as I figure out how to do the mem- the uh, event thing a little better, I'll I'll get it up on there for you guys. Um, but that's it. I don't know if you have any other questions or I guess I could talk a long time about it, but I won't I won't uh, I'll spare your ears. Thank you um, Puka you want to give your two cents test test. Can you hear me? Yep. Loud and clear. All right, very good. Um, so yeah, Harmony of Light uh, was actually Founded back in EverQuest. I want to say um, Year 2000 I could be wrong on that Golan actually knows the date um, he was the original founder and leader of HOL. Um, and from there, we moved into Dark Age, where we pretty much hit our, that was our pinnacle heyday. Um, we played Dark Age for, I joined the guild there, and most of our core members now joined around the time of Dark Age. And we played for, until the World of Warcraft release, which we moved to that game. Um, and quite honestly, you know, we had a, we had a heyday in World of Warcraft, but I don't feel that we've we've ever really come back to our dark age days as far as participation and numbers are concerned um, until we you know hit Guild Wars and this is a great game as far as it's world v world base we're trying to you know rebuild numbers and smooth out a lot of our niches and get uh, get our core guild and just get everyone back together which uh, is our main goal on this but. Pretty long history, and most of us are local. Um, Southeast North Carolina is where we're pretty much based. We do have a few members roundabout, though, in the U.S., but uh, that's mostly where we're all located. But we're a real family-oriented guild. Um, just keep it fun. That's the main priority. <laughs> that's why we're here. 
cool. Thanks. Um, Ludwig, did you want to talk about the Heaven's Royal Knights? Yeah, sure. Um, my name is John. I'm a uh, co-leader of uh, HRK, and my uh, character is uh, Ludwig von Siegfried, a level 80 guardian. Uh, HRK began in uh, 2004 as United Clan Killers, first-person shooter specializing in Rainbow Six series. Uh, HRK was a uh, Guild of the Week, recognized by ArenaNet in 2006 for Guild Wars 1. Uh, we're a casual guild as well, uh, primarily settled in the east uh, region of the United States. Uh, very family-oriented as well. Awesome. Thank you. Um, do I have any other Tuatha representatives here that would like to share? I think that's all of them. So one of the things I wanted to outline in this meeting was I, I kind of told you about where we began, how we got to where we're at now. Um, right now we're looking at in our Guild Wars 2 population has 1,300 members currently across three guilds. Um, as soon as alliances open up, we will actually be moving into a seven guild system so that we'll have a different room for each type of playstyle. So people that like to uh, World v. World will have a World world v. World dedicated guild. Um, crafters will have a crafting room where they can ask questions about crafting. Um, role players will have their own room. Uh, I've always kind of liked role playing. I've, I've liked supporting role players even if they don't support me. And uh, I'm more than happy to, to launch a room just for role-playing. I think it it's, can add something to a game. Um, we also have a PvE branch which is going to focus on dungeon running, um, killing dragons or whatever else we can stand up against. And then the social room where we will pretty much use it as a living room. It will essentially be what we have with Annie right now. So those are some things that we have to look forward to. Um, you'll be able to go between the rooms. Um, as soon as you hit Sager rank, you can jump to any one of those rooms at any time. We kind of want to keep our newer members together in a room that has our eldership um, mainly representing in. Uh, one of the things I wanted to discuss today that not a lot of people understand is our eldership and how we're structured. Um, we have two types of leadership in our family. We have the War Council. These are the people that have proven their leadership ability in leading activities. Um, they're the people that schedule day-to-day -day activities for you guys. Um, some of our eldership is also the War Council as well, but um, for the most part, the eldership is entirely built of people who support. Um, they are the people who go out of their way to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before themselves. Um, they pretty much are the, are the people that from the day they join to the day they, they leave, are entirely devoted towards helping others, whether they're in our family or not. Um, I've witnessed all of them um, going out of their way for people and trying to make sure that, that the gameplay is as pleasant as possible. Um, it's really kind of a, a the eldership is really a sacrificial role. You do a lot of work. You don't get a lot of reward. Um, you don't get to say, hey, I'm eldership, so you let me in this dungeon. Uh, I get this epic drop. drop. No, in fact, I expect all elders to pass if somebody else needs something. Um, make sure that everyone else is equipped before us is pretty much our policy. And that's, that's just really who we look for as an elder. Is not somebody that's going to be like, ooh, I have power, let's control people. No. If somebody's thirsting for power or showing any signs that they are a power player, we don't let them into the eldership. That is one of our absolute undivided rules. Power does not belong there because they have the most potential to destroy us when they get to the eldership. Um, we've had some pat in the past. We've brought some people into the eldership, had to dismiss them early because they didn't quite follow, you know, the plan. And it, the first one that we we ran across, really, really hurt, and it. It's not a very pleasant sign when it happens. Um, the other thing about the other ship is that they are here to support me. Um, the Gashkia is pretty much a sole proprietorship. It's I run the show. I take all the blame. It's 
on my shoulders if things go bad. Um, I do that for one specific reason and one reason alone, and that is because I don't want to see ever see our family fighting with each other over something again. I saw that enough in DOC, and I won't have it. I would rather have everyone be mad at me, everyone blame me. I'd have them have a single focus target so that they're not hurting each other. They're just, you know, get mad at me. I'm perfectly cool with that. Um, I just really do not want people to be tearing each other down. And if I have to shoulder the blame for that, that's fine by me. So it's it's been a, a, a learning curve. I mean, I, I've tried to shoulder everything myself for a long time there, and then pretty much Don and Spence and Jeff says, yo, we need to get some elders in here to, to help support you. And that's when I start opening up and letting more people take that role. Now that we have this multi-roomed, multi-faucet approach, um, we're looking at building basically elder teams. And we have a, basically a facilitator that usually is a leadership type. They, they are the type that will make activities happen. They are the people that go out of the way to make sure that everyone's taken care of. They very good note takers and those are pretty much the heads of our elder team for each house um, now I would like to kind of introduce our elders by the house that they represent so that you guys can get to know them a little bit better so the first room of the house that everyone experiences is like the Goshki room in Guild Wars 1 or the new membership roles um, we have a team of 10 people that take care of the eldership or the, the new members. We have myself, my wife Yulishka, or Juliana, Kalios, who is Kaliel from the original Goshkia, Nicodemus, who is Jeff, you'll see him around. Um, he's usually wherever Kalios is. Uh, Bloodma, who you guys probably know. Um, he's usually around midday, sometimes later nights. He's uh, a diehard raider. Uh, Bloodmar, are you here? Yes, sir. Go ahead and introduce yourself. All right. Uh, as Fog said, I am Bloodmaw. Um, I often refer to myself as the Bloodmaw. There's a couple of other Bloods. There's Bloodburner, but I still, to this day, fight him that I'm the original. Um, I'm about as big a joker as you get. I like to have fun and run around. Been with the family for quite a while now. I don't even remember how or who or long when I joined. I could probably look it up. Um, I love music. Uh, as you guys know, a lot of you know that I run the uh, music channel down below. Uh, not to steal away from you, Puka, I fear you do a great job as well. Um, work up, work up. I, I have more kids than I know what to do with. I actually have five with one on the way. Yes, that would make six. God help me. Um, other than that, yeah, like I said, uh, Fog says I love to raid. I raid and rift. I'm waiting until the day they... Uh, Guild Wars drops the raid word, and uh, I'll be on the front line screaming as a small NG Asurin. Thank you, Blemma. Um, next, we have Vengeful and Sinu, who I don't think could make it today. Um, they've been crazy busy with work and haven't been around lately. Um, most of us probably know Bess. She runs the 101 classes. Um, she's been doing that for about a year now and uh, really devotes a lot of her time to making sure that everyone's in the know. She takes really good notes. Explains things really well. Uh, Bess, are you here? Ahoy, hoy. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Bess, and I'm awesome. And I am here. If you don't know what's going on, I'm probably a good person to call. If you are knowing what you're doing, then you probably don't need to talk to me. Thank you, Bess. Uh, next is Pops or Red. Um, we first came across him in Rift, and uh, instantly I can tell that this this man is is definitely somebody that I want at my right side. He has come through every chance he can. Um, uh, he is just a very remarkable person. If you ever hang out with him one on one, you will see exactly what I mean. Uh, Pops, are you here? Grandpa, I'm here. How do you introduce yourself? Legionnaire. I'm Pops. Eh? Yeah, thanks, bud. <laughs> Hi, Pops. Uh, I'm just the old man of the group, and uh, I must—I don't know what I'm doing because I go to best a lot. But uh, I'm 68, and I still love gaming. I'm still with it, and uh, uh, I'm here to help you. Anything you need—that's me. Thanks. Thanks, Pops. Um, and then last we have Korzak, who I don't know if he's here. 
Korzak here? No, he's at work. Okay. Korzak, if you don't know him, is a musician and a very, very, very hard worker. He's uh, actually plays, I believe, bass guitar in a band. Um, really cool music. You get it on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's... He's around sometimes, and when he's around, he's always a good brain to pick. He pretty much can backwards engineer any game and tell you exactly what you need to be doing to, to be kicking out the most DPS or whatever your goal is. He's kind of a jack-of-all-trades, does a little bit of everything. So it's uh, he's a good touch point if you ever need to, to know something. Um, the next room of our house, which is currently the Gashke Nanu, is the social and casual gaming team. That team is headed up by Dr. Fixit, who I believe is here. Dr. Fixit, for those who don't know, is actually Prissy. Um, Dr. Fixit is was my Warhammer name. And it's me. And um, she's the sweetheart of the family. Yeah. She's both sweetheart and uh, if you take her off, she'll put you in your place. She's done that quite a bit to me. She Ruthless keeps me on so uh, yeah, she is. Uh, she's a really great addition to our family, and I'm really, really happy that she decided to call us home. So uh, thank you, Prissy. And I'm actually really glad you asked. Um, next we have Don, who I just picked up at a train station. You know the way you said that, this does not sound right. <laughs> you are a cheap date. Funny though. Wow. Absolutely. <laughs> we still love you, Don. Don, I am Don. I just got back from a vacation in Reno. Very successful vacation. I'll get into the details later. Been hanging around Ben for, gosh, I don't know how long now. I quit counting after, you know, two years. All right. And that's Don. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the side, Justin. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> Don is uh, pretty much like a brother. We've moved halfway across the country together. Um, I actually met him through my ex-wife. She was a friend of his. And uh, when we started going through the divorce, she gave him the, it's either him or me, speech. And uh, Don doesn't like that speech. That's a very bad card to play with Don. So he chose me. Um, and ever since, uh, he pulled me out of my, my darkest times in life. Um, helped me see that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I, I'm really thankful that he's been on this adventure with us. Uh, you know, I couldn't have done any of this without him. And he's really been kind of the, the rock that I know I can count on. So thank you, Don. Next we have Leonar. Are you here, Leo? Nope. No, Leonar. Leonar plays Rift a lot. He does Guild Wars 2 as well. But uh, you will see him raiding a lot. He really enjoys the rating, and he also really enjoys the PvP. He's a pretty good tank to, to pull some info from if you ever need to. He's quite friendly. Uh, Big sweetheart. Yeah. Okay, Blood Maul, I'll give you the honor. Um, next in the social gaming team is Block and Jackie, who couldn't make it today. Uh, Block is a... What do you call it? An oil rig driller person. I don't know what they call those people. Pipe but, player. Uh, yeah, pipe player. But uh, he disappears for most of the summer. And then during the, the winter, he becomes pretty much locked in, and you'll see a lot of him. Um, I know him and Jackie are both kind of uh, very busy these days, so I, I don't know if we'll see them before November. Um, we might. But that's pretty much your social and casual gaming team. They're the ones that you go to if you want to, you know, know some general information about the website. Uh, anything that you you might want to refresh, like if you're looking for promotions or whatnot, they can answer your questions for you. Uh, they do a lot of the back-end work that not a lot of people see. And uh, things like uh, managing donations in, in Rift, um, keeping an eye on things, stuff like that. Next, we have our PvE content team. This is pretty much the team that tries to keep us in the know on the various um, person versus environment stuff going on, whether it's raiding or fighting dragons or whatever the case may be. So for the Rift team, I currently have Hosfi as a facilitator. Um, Hosfi, you're here. Yep, yep. 
Go ahead, give your speech. Um, hi, I'm Osfi. I'm one of the raid leaders over on uh, the rift side of the house. I do play a little bit of uh, Guild Wars 2, but I'm not nearly I'm not there nearly as often. Um, I've done everything at one point or another up through uh, ID and PF, well, up to ID and PF and even some of that. So if you uh, want some questions, as long as it's not about warrior stuff, because I admit I know nothing, uh, shoot me an at tell. Thank you, Husby. Um, we also have best playing uh, PvE as well for the GW2 side facilitator. Um, you kind of already met best. And we also have Mija, who, or Hex now, uh, is Hex here. Uh, she uh, said she was probably not going to between the time and her exams. Yeah, that's what I figured, but I figured I'd ask. So Mija, you will know her by her accent. She is a well-known raider. She loves raiding. She loves PvE. Um, it's pretty much her passion. She's from New Zealand. So um, she has weird hours. You know, weird by being the opposite hours of most people. She is studying to become a uh, an attorney, a uh, family attorney. So uh, we wish her luck on that. That's where she's at right now. We also have... Somebody's queuing up when you type. We also have Berga. I don't know if Berga's here. She lives in Germany. Probably really bad time for her. No Berga. You'll know her by your accent as well. So, um, she pretty much met us in Warhammer. PV uh, did a lot of RBR with us and fell in love with PvE and in Rift and has been playing Rift ever since. Um, we have Selrina, who I think is here somewhere. Yes, I'm here. Go ahead and give your spiel. <laughs> um, I'm probably one of the quieter elders in the group, but I'm more than willing to help anybody if they need it. I play Rift. I raid a lot in Rift. Um, not raiding so much in Guild Wars yet because we don't have a lot of it, but I'm here anytime you need me. Thank you. And I don't know if Bentmer's here, but Bentmer is the fifth of that team. Um, or sixth, as the case may be. Um, Bentmer, are you here? No. Bentmer just had twins. Um, you can see the pictures of them on Nagashkia's site. Um, they are absolutely adorable. He's well known for wearing pink underwear which is kind of scary, but uh, yeah, anytime that he's doing his raids, he'll make a video using some kind of Michael Jackson tune. It's rather hilarious. And uh, yeah, it's a really interesting character, a lot of fun, uh, jokes around a lot. So if you can't take a joke, um, probably don't want to hang out with him. Not much that he says is actually serious. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Next, we have our person versus person and Realmore content team. Um, right now, I'm heading up that as a team facilitator. Um, we recently lost one of our, our elders due to an issue between him and I. Um, I wish him the best of luck and I hope to one day see him again. But, you know, the cards fall a certain way and you got to deal with it. So, But aside from him, we have Spartan, who, believe it or not, has been with the family quite a while, but he's had to be under the radar for most of it. Um, one of the first things that kind of tipped me off with Spartan was that when he finally decided that he wanted to be a bigger part of the family, he came and joined Rift just to be a part of the family. And he spent most of his time out there helping newbies or helping people do dungeons. He must have run Iron Tomb a million times when we started up the Eric Dub and, and started to build our Defiant side. He was running people through there. He would make sure that they're getting everything they need, you know, whatever they needed, he was taking care of. And um, just seeing him go out of his way, you know, spend all of his time pretty much helping other people rather than himself was just really neat. Um, Spartan, you're here. Go ahead and say something about yourself. Uh, that's Spartan. <laughs> there you go. I like to consider Spartan our I'm anvil. I'm not good with words. Our uh, hammer, rather. Um, my approach is more of an ambo approach. I like to bait people in, and then when they come in, I, you know, just engulf them and just. I, I like to play psychological warfare. Spartan is more of the hammer. He just wants to beat the snot out of you, and he's going to keep beating you up until something breaks. Um, 
him and I work really well on a battlefield together because if he's got a squad and I got a squad, you know, my group's playing a defensive role. His group comes in and smashes the back lines and we all smash them together. It's pretty awesome to see. Um, you'll hear, yeah, push in. You'll hear that a lot from Spartan. Uh, that's his favorite slogan, push in, just keep pushing in. You know, he's got a very good point. You know, if, if you're in the world v. world mechanic and you see an enemy force, even if you're the smaller force, if you run into their ranks, no, they're no, going to no, turn no. and run. No, 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 no. Yagis, my Yagis. No, no, baby. No, baby. <laughs> Record time, 6.876 seconds. You beat me. <laughs> I'm surprised it took that long for people to do it. Well, there were six of them. Yeah. No, I mean for them to start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, anytime we get a lot of people, um, being we haven't been removed from the uh, the top ten, the other rooms get a little ticked that we're so high ranked. So it, it kind of sucks. So um, occasionally we'll get those idiots and we'll kick them as fast as they get in here. Um, we had Spartan. Um, so yeah, Spartan's a, a really great addition. He's one of the, for a young guy, he's probably one of the most mature folk I've ever run across. I mean, he's really a stand-up guy. And uh, I'm really happy that, you know, Connor introduced us to him. And uh, both him and Ty both came to our family from, uh, from playing Guild Wars with uh, Connor. And uh, really happy with uh, Spartan, Connor, and Ty. Um, then we have Morden. I don't know if Morden's here. He's got a young baby as well. Morden's from Warhammer. Played Warhammer for a long time with us there. Um, tried to do Rift. Didn't really stick around. There wasn't enough World of World for him. He's back again inside Guild Wars 2. You'll see him running around World of World a lot. Um, whenever he's on, he does have it. A pretty young uh, infant, so a lot of his time is devoted to his family. Um, we have Tiber, which I'm sure is here somewhere. Is there a Tiber here? Wow, one of the very few events that I've ever seen him not make. He is pretty much an old faithful guy. He shows up everywhere, tries to help anywhere he can. Um, he's one of the first people that will jump out of a group to go help form up another one or go, you know, show someone how to get to where we're at. Um, he's a very good uh, person to ask if you've got questions. Um, he loves to help any way he can. He's a little shy, but for the most part, if you start talking to him, he'll talk back. Um, really good individual. And then, uh, I know Blood Ma wanted to introduce the Connor. So go ahead, Blood Ma. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, there's a, there's a guy, and he's pretty much uh, the Irish voice of the family, and it's Connor. He's uh, a brother to me. He's like family. We argue like family. We fight like family. I can't say enough good things about the guy. He, uh, He'll go to anybody's defense. He'll go to bat for you. Um, I've seen the guy drop everything he was doing at his agenda to go and run around somewhere else. And it's pretty much just like this. You know, he'll be out there doing a dungeon. All right, well, I'm going to go do a dungeon. Well, hey, somebody needs help over here. Oh, well, well, I was going to go do a dungeon, but all right, fine. Um, let's go let's get your stuff done. All right, um, let's go party up. Um, all right, I'm waiting on you. Let's, uh, let's go. <laughs> That's Connor. Sounds pretty accurate. Well, yeah, thanks for that amazing introduction, Ted. For those of you that don't already know slash hate me, <laughs> my name's Connor. Everyone refers to me Connor, or as I'm better known in Rift, Azarine Azarini, and about 500 other different mispronunciations of my name. I love my family very much. I can get on your nerves very quickly. I'm very mouthy. I have a potty mouth at times, so please don't feel bad if I'm in your channel and I use some rough language to very quickly tell me to shut up or leave your channel. Um, I'm married, have been for 11 years. I have three children. Um, I'll support you in everything you do as long as it's positive for this family. Um, and if you have any projects, if you have any questions, if you have anything that you want to do that you don't feel like you have enough support in that you don't feel like you have enough people for please 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 come and talk to me directly i'll do what i can to help you out help you through everything that you can um and i mean that's that's it is all don't don't be afraid to tell me to shut up and sit down because 
I know I can get a little bit rowdy. I have a very short temper, and it just sort of comes with the territory, unfortunately. Gosh, Connor, you actually breathe. I did. <laughs> I'm learning! Doesn't happen often. I <laughs> learned. Hey, Connor, sit down. Right. Oh, man. Some of the best rants we've ever had have come out of Connor's mouth. And it, it's kind of funny because his tempo will pick up, and then pretty soon it's like he's not even breathing. He's just going off on this long rant. It's just hilarious. I mean, when the guy gets mad, you start rolling on the floor laughing. It's it's quite hilarious. Um, he's he's definitely somebody that I'm really glad we, we managed to come across. Um, it was his idea to uh, start the cookies erg in the first place. Um, and that turned out really well. And thank you, Connor, for, for the inspiration on getting us our our home. You know, I, I really am thankful that you came this way. Well, thanks for putting up with me. So that's our team that's in charge of basically giving the vision of the World Be World team, what we want to accomplish, you know, what, what our goals are. Um, they take the feedback from the community and bring it into the house so that during our elder meetings they present what's going on in the World Be World scene. Um, they're a really good group of guys. I'm really happy to have them. Um, next, we have our role play and story content team. This team is uh, kind of waiting for the, the Alliance system so that we can truly flourish in it. Um, originally, Clan Orton was the one that pioneered this. Uh, it came from Order Victorious with uh, Receive. And uh, he's kind of one of those guys that, that loves dwarves and is stuck in games without dwarves. So. Funny enough. So, uh, Clan, go ahead and say hi. Hi, y'all. I'm Clan. Real name's Robert. I absolutely adore lore. I can never get enough of lore. I love reading. I love writing. I have four published short stories by Warhammer itself. I love RVR, too. I love leading. Sometimes it's really hard, but I, I'm always willing to help. If you ever got any questions, just ask me. Thank you, Clan. Uh, Bree, are you here? I didn't think Bree was here. Breather. Uh, I know Izzy is here, and Izzy is uh, my proofreader. Every single CNR note you'll ever receive is read by Izzy and uh, redigested as Izzy. Um, she is pretty much my go-to lady when it comes to anything that needs to be proofread or censored. Um, so you can thank her for my spelling not sucking. Hi there. Izzy. Also, she likes humans. Busy. And sleep. And crafting. She's she's a bit of a crafting nut, too. <laughs> so, Izzy, did you want to say anything? Not special. I don't do anything special. I just help. She's rather so not fun. true. So, I mean, she is so good at the uh, proofreading and writing that I actually hi hired her from my company for a, a side gig that we uh, employed her to do. So, uh, it, it's kind of really neat to see um, and she's got a great attitude, you know, even when life isn't going the right way for her, she's still positive and comes and cheers me up. So I, I'm really happy that, that Izzy found her way to us. Next, we have our crafting content team. Um, our team facilitator for that is Lakshmi, very good at note-taking. Um, she's Thanks, a manager sexy. real life, so she definitely uh, knows how to manage things. So Lakshmi, go ahead and say hi over here. Hey guys, um, yeah, I, I do the uh, crafting stuff, a lot of stuff behind the scenes, and then Saturday mornings I lead the uh, gathering, Zerk. I, I came to the family at the sort of latter days of the Warhammer uh, part, part. I was actually uh, in Warhammer from release and then just found the family right, right at the end when the servers merged, and I got a chance to do uh, Battle for Badlands. It's been great. I think a few of you uh, met me in Rift. I got a couple tunes on both sides of the world, up to 50, and then I gave up on it. It wasn't for me. And also did a little bit of uh, knitting club stuff. Super, super happy now to be in Guild Wars 2, and I'm having a lot of fun with the family. And I just want to shout out to all the people who are helping with, um, with, with crafting. We had uh, a really nice uh, BYO Mats uh, crafting fair today. Got some uh, exotic gear crafted for people. And then everybody who uh, puts in recipes. Wow, what a huge, uh, huge help that is. So thanks. Next, we have Leo Chan, who I doubt can make it today. Um, she got a big promotion, and she's a, a teacher. Uh, so this promotion supposedly put her in a position where she has no free time anymore. She's permanently attached 
So I don't know when she'll be able to resurface, but for the time being, she is AFK, per se. Um, next is the Coffee Queen, Jexia. Um, she's on vacation right now, so I, I'm pretty sure that she's not here. Um, she's quite fun to hang out with. Um, at times, she can get a little worked up, but uh, it, it's kind of funny as well. She has a very adorable southern accent. Um, so, yeah, if you ever need anything crafting related, she can point you in the right direction. Pretty much anything gosh gear related, she can point you in the right direction. Pretty um, much anything anything related, she can point you in the right direction. Either that or she'll point you to her cup of coffee. Uh, that's one thing you never want to do is try to take her coffee away. She is quite loving of her coffee. Um, last, we have Dargren, who we met when he was a 2 off member in Warhammer. Ran an engineer. Very, very, very fun fellow. Um, Dargren, are you here? Hello. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Dargren. Hey. And that's Dargren. <laughs> He's a he's a he's weird this. one. He um <laughs> he plays on the the uh, U.S. time frame, but he lives on the other side of the world. So I'm not quite sure what he does for a living, but he's a he's a night owl. I work casual hours, so I could be working at any stage during the day or night. At, I do get a lot of free time, and he never shared his bugment. <laughs> I was doing slash drink as often as possible in Warhammer. <laughs> yes, very much. So that pretty much rounds out our elder team. Um, these are the people that, if you ever have a question, anything Goshi related, you should be able to ask any one of these and get an answer. Um, if they're misbehaving or, or telling you to take a hike, come to me, and I'll smack them up a bit. But I'm quite, certain, I'm quite certain that <laughs> will happen. Um, one thing I can tell you about the elders is every single one of them uh, originally tried to turn down the position. They didn't want to be an elder. And that's kind of one of the things that solidified the decision to make them an elder was the fact that they didn't feel that they were worthy. Um, nobody that is an elder ever wanted to be an elder. They never strode to be an elder. They never asked to be one. Um, they were all made one because of the, the actions that they did in-game and their personality, really. It's, it's really a personality decision. Um, the people that are, are the, the go-getters and the action makers, those are our war council. They're the ones that plan our, our monthly activities. We have a warlord meeting that we've invited the rest of the warlords into. Um, the war council is made up of the Artedema and higher. Those are the people that have earned the, the family honor points to wear that title. Um, they've been here for about a year and a half or more. Um, they know very well who we are and what we do and how we operate. Um, to this day, I think we have five active um, us and higher. Wildflower, are you here? I am. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Wildflower is one that we've snagged in uh, Rift, and she's currently playing with us. Hi. I didn't realize I'd be talking. <laughs> um, I'm Wildflower. I do um, um, just about any kinds of runs that people would like to have um, done. Um, if you're struggling in accomplishing some kind of in-game goal and you just need some help getting a team put together or you just want a couple of days of support to get you, I don't know, some piece of gear that you need or some tokens or whatever else that is that you need, I'm always happy to help with that kind of thing. Um, it's kind of like what the elders do, but on a much smaller scale, much more one-on-one um, -on -one and personable from my point of view of just kind of hanging out and doing whatever it is that you guys want to do. Um, if I don't know how to do it, I'll help figure it out. And, and if I don't know the answer to something, I'll definitely point you in the direction of somebody who can help, hopefully. Thank you, Wildflower. Um, we also have Bloodburner, who is the first Goshki to ever have a Goshki tattoo. Uh, he got one in memory of of Roger overall. Um, he is a PvP junkie. If you ever get into a small group with him, he loves the PvP. And uh, he's got quite a mouth on him at times, so he will usually be inside of one of the pubs, the uh, adults-only conversation room. Um, he gets really worked up. He's a resident redneck. Um, very proud of it. You'll also probably... He, he either goes by redneck or bloodburner in-game. Um, those are his two alter egos. We also have two other Archidemas that became an Archidema in Warhammer before all the, the point values raised, and that would be Victory and Profile. Um, I don't think either of them can make it today. 
Victory, you're not here, right? No. Um, they were very big on leaving events in Warhammer Online. Uh, I haven't seen either one of them really that much since. Uh, Profile is a soldier. He gets shipped off for a long period of time. Don't know when we'll see him again, but uh, last I heard, he was back on U.S. soil, so that's good. Um, originally a two author member, and now he's a gosh, yeah. Same with uh, Victory. She was part of Armin with uh, Stoke Tanab right down there. Um, and then lastly, we have Vagrant. I'm not sure if Vagrant's here. No Vagrant. We're in raid call. Odds are he's not. Yeah, well, you know. Vagrant is a, a very big time raid leader. He does a lot of HK runs in, in Rift. Um, he pretty much is a devoted raider. He will raid anything, anytime. If he doesn't have a timer, he will jump in and do it. Uh, very good guy to, to learn about raiding from. And that's pretty much our, our war council. Um, does Hold anyone on. have any? I got one other one. Okay. This is Benjamin Foley. He's the current guild leader. <laughs> As everyone knows him, he's very direct, sweethearted, loves everyone in this family. When he gets to leading PvP, he has no directional capability of conveying where to go whatsoever. So if he says east, go west. If he says north, go south. And if he says south, go northwest by northeast. He gets and if he ever very, says... very heated. Gets heated, but it's not out of anger. It's out of uh, it's out of passion. He's got nine hundred billion more gray hairs than he did six months ago. So be patient with him. He has a beautiful, he beautiful hair. wife. <laughs> he has a beautiful wife, a beautiful daughter that he tries to prioritize. He has a best friend that he likes to hang out with, as everyone knows, is Don, and they like to go play football and represent us on the football field as well. It's the kindest, most driven. I would say the sweetest person that you'll ever meet. He uh, he loves fast, trusts easy. Um, so take it easy on the old guild leader, guys. He does a lot more behind the scenes than a lot of people realize. I, I still don't more. think that he's ever going... I personally don't think that Ben is ever going to own a max level character in Guild Wars 2. I just don't think it's a possibility with his demeanor. But when you guys are going through struggles and you feel like Ben's not, not just pulling it that extra mile or putting you right where you need to be you got to be patient with him he's uh he's a wonderful person and he'll do anything for you just remember while he's doing this he's holding a full-time job he's supporting his family and he's supporting the 800 billion people that are a part of gosh kia so he's juggling 500 balls right now and when you throw one at him yours will come around eventually so just be patient with him and, uh, you know, give him a good pat on the back and tell him how awesome he is from time to time. It's good for his ego. Cuts down on his gray hair. And for the love of God, don't follow him over an edge. Yeah. I, like I, I have truth. A, Most of the time don't that I'm running in one direction, either. if you see me running in one direction, my map's most likely up. So uh, usually I'll run sideways. You'll, you'll probably notice this about me. I'll run sideways. Um, when I'm actually watching my screen, when I run straight, that means I'm looking at my map, which means that if there's a cliff approaching, I'm most likely going over. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, don't text while you drive, right? So, uh, I, I do get a little cranky at times. Usually it's when I've cost people their, their digital lives. Um, I don't like seeing people die. It offends me. Um, I do my best to make sure that every one of my people stays alive as long as possibly possible. Um, sometimes that means that I will opt out of a fight before that fight ever happens. Um, that tends to piss some people off, but you know, in the same sense, it keeps them alive and we live to fight another day. Um, I like to sum up our family and be able to see how good we are against, against forces, know what we're capable of, and I don't like walking people into a, a fight that they're going to lose. Um, I like to stack the cards in our favor, give everyone a good time, you know, and most of all, entertain people. I absolutely love when people tell me about some story that they had in the gosh, you know, their first memories, you know, or whatever have you. Uh, the memories are really what my end game is. Uh, if you have something, that's that makes it all worthwhile. So go out there, have fun. And that's a big thing. Oh, hey, Ben, one thing that I did want to mention to a lot of people. Just because you come in to play um, 
Guild Wars 2 with the family does not mean by any means that you are not welcome to come and bring friends along to experience the family or just to get a baseline introduction with any other game. Just because we are officially dedicated or uh, uh, officially um, a family in two different games does not mean that you cannot come on and play everything from World of Warcraft to Diablo 3. We encourage you to come in and be social and hang out and play as much as you like. We are a, a multi-gaming group to a sense we might not have official Gashkia representation in every game but that does not mean by any sense of the word that you cannot come in and enjoy yourself in any game that you pretty much deem necessary i know that that had been a question from quite a few people yeah um we do protect the Gashkia name um i do have it as a registered uh copyright so that we can protect it um, if anyone ever tries to steal it and smear it um, to me, it's it's more than just a guild. It's my the only remaining piece of my grandma that I have, and uh, she's gone through two strokes, no longer talks, um, and you know it, it's that story that I, I hold dear, dear to me because it was such a a passionate story that she spoke of when I was a child. Um, so I've taken the the, the logos and, and copyrighted them. I've taken the name and copyrighted it. I don't allow people to open up a guild inside other games for the sheer reason that I don't want anyone tainting the name. Um, I know that people have the best of interests, but just like our AM branch opened, it quickly collapsed as well. And it's it's really quite apparent that unless there's the, the structure in place, and unless there's an elder team in place to be able to support that, the game doesn't last very long and all chaos breaks loose. So we really keep it under wraps. Um, we don't extend into more than two games at a time. Usually we will pick a free-to-play game and a pay-to-play game, and those two will become our two games. Before Guild Wars 2, we had uh, Runes of Magic, which, if any of you played, is an okay game. It's not really that great of a game. Um, but we had a few of us that liked to play over there. Um, we pretty much killed that uh, when Guild Wars 2 started popping up, and uh, Guild Wars 2 officially took over our first free-to-play chapter of our house. Um, really happy that um, everything's come to be with Guild Wars 2, and we've grown such a close relationship with Arena now. Um, we plan on being here for, you know, the years to come. I, I'm looking forward to spending a good five years in this game, finally having one place that was like DOC, where we can spend five years and look back and say, wow, we've, we've done, gone this far, you know. So my approach towards Guild Wars 2 might be a little slower than people like. I'm not 80. I'm not, you know, pushing to be max level, you know, top gear, everything. I'm not pushing to be the top of the world world charts at this point because I have the stamina to, to last five, ten years in this game and know that, you know, five years from now, the story that's written today is not going to be a story that's written then. You know, we're going to continuously improve. We're going to take our people, make, make friends, make, you know, new strategies, new tactics. Um, things like Pandora's Box somewhat work great, but there's going to need to be new tactics. Um, there's a lot of things that are going to have to be built. We're going to have to learn each other's habits, you know, tendencies. We've got a lot of new warlords that are stepping up and leading. Um, really interested to see where they go. And uh, you could just see over the last few weeks how our servers started connecting. Um, in other news with Sanctum of Raw, I am working on the SanctumofRaw.com website, and that should be up hopefully by the end of the month. I've got pieces of it working at this point. I'm still working on connecting everything to the back end, um, as if I didn't have enough stuff to do. You know, the Sanctum of Raw site, I really want to do right. I don't want to half-ass it. I don't want to make it less than what it could be, because, I mean, quite honestly, I'm, I'm trying to build a memorial to Roger and also honor him by doing so and make it to the, the level that he would have liked. So I don't like to cut corners. I don't like to, to half-ass anything. Um, Rift-wise, we got Storm Legion launching in November. For those that have seen it, you know exactly what I saw at PAX, and you know it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I know that we got a lot of Minecraft people here, and uh, the whole guild housing system is going to be rather exciting with our Minecraft people. Uh, so yeah, you can expect parkour maps and all kinds of stuff popping up in Rift. That would be uh, a lot of fun. 
there's a, a lot of activity that's going on with the, the raiding, and then there's some open world raids that you don't need to be in a closed environment. You don't have to be in an instance. There's supposed to be some content there that you can take on with hundreds of people, and that should be a lot of fun. So we, right now, I believe we're sitting at about 980 active members of Rift, um, which is still quite an enormous amount compared to the other guilds of Rift. Um, we are on Fableite. If anyone has a character over in Rift and looking for somewhere to hang out with friends, we have the Tuatha channel up there. You can slash join space Tuatha, and that'll get you into it. I see that Shri signed on. That's from Immoral Rose. She's one of our first defiant Tuatha guilds. So, uh, Shri, did you want to introduce your guild? Best. Go ahead, Can't hear. Try now. Oh, it helps when you put the mic down so you can talk. Uh, yeah, okay, let me say that all again. Uh, we're, we started out as a, an RP guild over on the Defiant side uh, with our tiny family. We did uh, 10 mans and we got to doing pretty good where uh, we went to the 20 man and found that we didn't have enough people. That's when uh, I started looking around and, and I had spent time with you guys uh, doing the craft and riffs and I thought, well, maybe they have something we can uh, tap into and, and here we are. Thank you. We're very happy to have you guys. It's been a, a great blessing of having the 1.10 patch go live and allow the Defiance and, and Guardians to work together. Um, that's kind of what we envisioned with the Talara Saga. And hi, Atrem, uh, another Immortal Rose. So yeah, it's it's been really great having them along and having the, the Tuatha grow over there. It's I think that uh, the coming months are going to be really exciting for the Rift crew. Um, Aside from that, you know, way, way, way down the future, you know, there's the Elder Scrolls game, which potentially could have some potential. Um, nothing really solid from it yet. There's just a few magazine articles available on it. Um, the one interesting fact is that the one of the four founders of Mythic Entertainment, who was the RVR director, was the lead producer of the Elder Scrolls MMO. So that could have some potential. We'll, We'll keep an eye on it, but I don't expect we'll see that until about 2014, 2015. So we got a long time before that ever comes around. Oh, hey, another note that I thought about, Ben. For all the new members to Guild Wars 2 and even to the Rift family or um, etc., uh, one of the big things that I noticed that people might not be utilizing, either because they don't know who to ask, they don't know who to talk to, which has just recently been specified, but... The guild marketplace is absolutely going to be invaluable to your experience, especially as a crafter. So I would encourage everyone that's new, whenever you get a couple of five minutes, set it aside, hit goshikea.com, go read up on the marketplace. If you don't know how to work it, you don't know how it operates, or you don't know how to get something out of it, please ask any one of the elders, and we'll be happy to sit down and, and walk you through how to operate the website. Ben has spent countless hours making this absolutely amazing website for us to be able to use that tracks everything from your progress inside of the family down to how much you've contributed down to uh, the ability to purchase things from other people in-game items from other people using points of contribution for what you've given to the family you get to equally take back out so I would encourage any new member that does not currently use the website marketplace and the website as a whole to definitely uh, take another look at it and and see if you can't figure out it to your advantage thank you Connor um, I want to give you guys a quick five-minute break and then I'll open up the floor for Q&A um, so let's regroup here at 7:30 and Go get yourself some coffee, bio, whatever you gotta do, and we'll. If anyone wants to take off, you're welcome to do so. Um, thank you all for coming. If you're taking off, um, I'd be happy to answer some some questions and hopefully get some of the the confusion off the floor.